for me, I'll stand up and then fart. And then I just kind of look at them awkwardly and I'm like, okay, you hang out here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to get your paperwork (laughs) and then leave and then lock the door behind me. I'll be right back. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be right back. The thing is, you got to start with eye contact. So you got to be talking to him like this, and then you go, "Do you understand why you're being fired?" Yes. <laughs> and then look down as it happens and go. <laughs> I'll be right back. <laughs> it makes it seem like, is he going to get something or did he shit his pants? Like I don't know. I'll be right back. Mind Gap Podcast. Guys, welcome to Mind Gap. I'm Doug. I'm Justin. And we have a super special guest, a former guest. What? A Would you would you say this is this is a Mind Gap All-Star? It's 100% a Mind Gap All-Star. Uh this person is extremely intelligent. Mm. Uh they are a wonderful mother. Mm. And they are known to rap shoop at many different weddings. So if And you, sometimes just randomly on the just street. Just randomly. If you say <laughs> say shoop and she goes shoop a doop, shoop a doop, ba doop and then she starts like you know, what's up with that thing? I got to hang. Shut up. Hold up. Must have. Guys, please welcome Jill Cochran. Yay. We're going to silently like the clap because there's a baby in the Don't house. Like the baby. Jill, welcome back. Hey. It's so nice to have you back. It's nice to be back. It's great to have you in the back. the comfort of my own home. Because the last time <laughs> yes. you were on was such a shit-ass topic to talk about. It really was. <laughs> I yeah. just was thinking about that. I'm yeah. like, oh my God, the last time we had you on, we were all mourning the death of our country. <laughs> and here we are, guys. It mourning is Mourning the death of our country. <laughs> Mad Max dying. times. It is, and, it is a uh, slow burn on still, that one. <laughs> still in stage four, slowly declining. <laughs> it was really funny because I was in my uh, boss's office today and she had... Uh, like something pulled up and it was just like a random headline and I kind of squinted and it said something along the lines of someone was given Donald Trump like shit because he doesn't understand what tax debt, what debt, what debt means. <laughs> Which like, is super ironic. I just go, ah, I don't even have the energy to bring that up right now. What are we talking about? Like I was just like, <laughs> let's talk about something else just because it's really yeah. disappointing. But uh, yeah, so lots, lots changed since you were last on here. Yeah. Yeah. Like what? Justin ran a marathon. <laughs> That's true. I did. He That's did. pretty cool. Thank you. And Good he finished. And, and, he, I finished. and he also finished the marathon. Hey. Hey. Am I right? Up top. Right. Up top. <laughs> Touching skin. Uh, uh-uh. mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll be right back. Oh. <laughs> I'll be right back. And he's gotten left for 45 minutes. <laughs> Never came back. Uh, yeah. It's uh, it's, been, it's been wild. It's been crazy. So that was what? Uh, November? Uh, oh yeah, I guess it was November. I was Jesus, it was, it was almost a year ago. Holy wow. shit! I was thinking it was at the in the um, sorry, I can't talk inauguration, but yeah. that wasn't true. It was no. within the week of the election. It was yeah. very wow. soon after, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was like if the I'm week not after. Mistaken. Yeah, dang, god damn. Yeah, where is a year it's gone? Been a minute. It's crazy how that happened. Hashtag, am I right? <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's crazy. Yeah. Well, I can, as we're talking here, I can go ahead and just look up what the what the actual date was because now I'm actually kind of interested myself. That's I mean, it probably insane. had to be like November eighth ish. Yeah, gonna guess. something around that. 
something around there. Because usually the elections what around the f- it's the first Tuesday or something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. yeah, it's wild and crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Episode 66, Election Hangover with Jill Cochran. That was November 17th, 2016. Oh. oh. Wow. We are dangerously close to that. Mm-hmm. Back for the anniversary. Hell yeah. Welcome back, girl. <laughs> Hashtag never forget. <laughs> right. Yeah, girl. So, yeah. Uh, you know, what? what's new with you? You, you? you moving up in your career or some shit? Yeah. Got a new J-O-B. Oh, yeah. And uh, I haven't started it yet. So, ended the old one last Friday. Taking the week off, you know, treat yourself week. Treat yourself. See, it's a, you kind of backed into the perfect <laughs> scenario with this, like left a job yep. for a job you're really looking forward to mm-hmm. and you're going to get a week off. You're taking a week in between. Yes. Like that is the perfect, just kind of it's ease your nice. way into it. Yeah. I did not get to do that when I left my last job. I had a three day weekend and that was fine. Um, the place I'm leaving, a little, little intense. So I needed some decompression time. So been doing that this week, which has been good. Nice. So yeah. So I actually don't start the new job till Monday. So I don't have yeah. anything to share about that yet because it's uh, TBD. It's forthcoming. <laughs> it is forthcoming. <laughs> uh, I remember when I transitioned. Well, technically, you've already been at the uh, job t- for, for four days. Yeah, this is your fourth day. Yeah. For when the listener is hearing this, presumably. Sure, sure. That is true. It's it's, going great. I hear it's going great. (laughs) It's everything you were hoping for and more. Yeah. (laughs) Totally. That's pretty awesome. Good for... I'm so proud of you. Thanks. Yeah, because I I remember when when I left my last job, I actually had a month uh, off just because that's just the way that it worked out. And I was like, sweet, I have a month. I don't think I could do that now. Mm -hmm. Um, I think pre-baby, that would have been amazing. Yeah. But... I have felt guilty taking Natalie to daycare each and every day. And it's only been three days because Monday she was off for Columbus Day. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, because it's weird for me to be at home when she's not here. And granted, I have not been at home all day, every day. I've not been home a lot. I've had commitments every day, but I've still had some time here just to myself. And it's very odd. I don't really know what to do with myself anymore <laughs> without with that much time on my hands. So yeah. a, a month would I, I would go a little crazy. I feel like that's not a problem for you. For no. me? Yeah. No. I feel it like you could be. figure out what to do, how to occupy your time if you fine. will. Yeah. I don't know if it'd be very productive. Oh no, we're not talking productive. And it wasn't productive when you took that month off. Uh no, I went to go. You. I went to go see uh, Snowpiercer with Chris Felucci at the uh-huh. Music Box Theater, which <laughs> I mean, was nice. He got in out the, of the house. That's in, a good thing. In the middle of the day. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. I'd have to go somewhere. A month, I would be crawling the walls. I would be losing my mind. I'd probably make a trip to Polo at mm-hmm. the very least, and I would probably be trying to convince you to use your some more PTO to go <laughs> elsewhere, or Natalie and I would go without you because yeah. I could. I I couldn't do a month. I could. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not as a mother. And actually, I don't know. I don't know if I, I, I could ever I could. do a month as a mother, <laughs> personally. <laughs> actually, you know what? I don't think I could have done it before I had Natalie either. Yeah. That's just not how you're wired. No, no I, that much downtime is not good for me. Yeah, it really Jill's isn't. gonna hate retirement. Yeah. No, I think then I'll like it. <laughs> I do. I want to get a dog. Something will change. Doug won't let me have a dog anytime in the near future, so I'm gonna have a dog. What a when dick! I, re- I know, right? That's why I need to live vicariously through you. And I'm always so happy to see Abby. <laughs> Abby! <laughs> oh my God, it's a dog! Uh, I'm gonna steal you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna take you with me. <laughs> 
I saw this great video today about like what I love about dogs is just all this just dorky stuff. I'm like, I need to send this to Doug. This is why we need dogs. I mean, seriously, I want one so bad. We, we were in the elevator coming back up to our apartment and we got in with another couple. And uh, I don't know if they were foreign or what, but it the way that this was phrased seemed odd to me. And she didn't say enough for me to really to be able to d- determine whether or not she, they were foreign or if they were, she was just a little odd. Mm-hmm. But uh, she was like, oh, look at the puppy. And they like whispered something, and then Abby turned to walk out, and she's like, she said something to the effect of, I'm paraphrasing, that's why we can't have it. That's why I could never have a dog. She's got the poop thing on her butt. <laughs> and I was like, so I picked Abby's tail up. I'm like, does she have a piece of shit hanging out? And no, it's just, it was the color of her butthole. I'm like, she doesn't have poop smeared in her butt or just her butthole's not, ble- she doesn't bleach her asshole like you do. Like, <laughs> I'm glad I mean, you broached this topic. She can't hide it. It's just there. It's I mean, just there. Jill, yeah. bleaching buttholes, thoughts? Uh, gross? Yeah. I don't know. Seems like it would hurt. Yeah, sounds like, sounds like it would This hurt. podcast brought to you by Clorox. <laughs> Doug Did you know that was a thing? Doug knows, <laughs> you know how to take a sharp right turn <laughs> or left turn. That's, no, that's, that's just Doug's segues. I've gotten used to those. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I've I've known you how long and I still give you that look like, wh- why? Yeah. Why did you do that? This yeah. podcast brought to you by Butthole Be Gone. We yeah. were talking about dogs and it was great. And then you're like, yeah, bleaching buttholes. Justin let it down the most <laughs> logical path to butt booby butts. So bleaching buttholes. What do you think? I mean, to each his own. I'm not going to put bleach anywhere near my business. That seems like ouchy. That's no. I, I'm not trying to impress anyone personally. No. I'm not. I don't let anybody go back there anyway. Yeah. So. It's it's one of the. It looks like, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Oh uh, no, it's it's one of those things where it's it's kind of like the anti aging creams or people are like oh don't look at my feet my feet are gross I'm like everyone's feet are gross you walk on them all the time relax your butthole's not going to be pristine either. Poop comes out of it. <laughs> not mine. <laughs> That's not how it works for me. I, I don't. I don't understand stuff like that where people are like trying to defy what their body. Is I doing. go in once a week and I have it surgically removed <laughs> through my tummy. <laughs> exactly, and it just keeps coming back. And like, it's, just, you know? it's a big commitment, but it's worth it's it. It's worth it. My butthole is so clean. <laughs> I plug it every night, and still, you know, nothing happens. I moisturize it. Oh my god. <laughs> Just around the rim. <laughs> just around the rim. It works on two levels. Wow. Uh, yeah, just I, around the anal rim. <laughs> that's where I dab once more. That's Sounds all like I Disney want song. you to be. Pocahontas. Just around the river bend. Just around the river bend. Wow. Uh, yeah, I, I don't understand. Um, like, I understand some people dye their hair because they don't like going gray. Whatever. I, I at least kind of understand that. For me, I'm like, look, man. I already lost a lot of my hair. It is what it is. You embraced it. Oh, yeah. I've, I've already gotten uh, gray hair showing up on my chest. I'm okay with it. Mm. Um, I got it in my beard. That's See, fine. the thing is, though, now the kind of the thing is to actually go gray. People yeah. are dying their hair silver and gray because that's, that's, that's the new in thing. Ugh, yeah. I don't get that. It, it doesn't look great on all people. I've seen two people I used to work with at Gensler, which Gensler was very, you know, they're designers, so things like that are very trendy, and they pull it off. And there were two girls there that were that wore it well. Um, I have not colored my hair. I it's more about laziness than anything else. I don't like the commitment of keeping it up. I cut my hair like twice a year, so I'm not gonna go get yeah. it colored sure. eight times a year. <clears throat> um, I'm really trying to hold out till I'm forty if I can. Yeah. Um, or at least you know a couple more years because I don't 
I'll have that commitment maybe the rest of my life. Now, if it looks good coming in, I'll just let it go. Yeah. That's fine. But you just, you never know how it's going to come in. Sure. Some people go gray really early. My mom did. My oldest sister did. And, um, you know, mine kind of is sprinkled in right now, so it's not noticeable. So that's okay. But yeah. comes in looking a little weird. I've got the benefit of blonde, lighter hair, so yeah. it's not as noticeable. I don't know. I truly don't know if I have it at this point. So I don't think I like do. It. My dad went gray real young. Mm-hmm. It was about, ironically, when I was born. Mm-hmm. Just kind of when he went gray. So <laughs> it all makes I'd sense. like to think that I had something to do with it. <laughs> yeah. Earned him a nickname on the on the uh, fire department, Gray Dog. Yeah. And he was, because he was like in his early to mid 30s and he was a Gray Dog. And everyone, he's, and his whole thing was, just wait, I went through it. I get to watch you assholes do it. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I got it out of the way. Yeah. I'm already good to go. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it, I, I, I get disappointed. I shouldn't say disappointed. I, I just, I think it's some shit where people are like, hey, look, you look gross because you're getting old. You should do something about that. I'm like, fuck you. Everyone's going to get old. Yeah. Everyone's going to get floppy. Everyone's going to get gross. Like, slip. it's cool, man. It's all good. <laughs> Embrace it. Embrace it. Embrace it. Not everybody has <clears throat> that kind of, um, like, I don't know. It's confidence, but you've always been that way. That's one thing I noticed about you in, in college is that Doug just owns who he is, warts and all. <laughs> Floppiness and all. <laughs> Floppiness and all. No, like he just was, um, you know, very willing to put himself out there in a way where he might look silly or, and, and not just for a laugh, but just, you know, I don't know. I just, I saw you do that all the time in college and I, I we talked about this mm-hmm. plenty of times. And maybe that's, I think, why you're so comfortable in improv because it's a very vulnerable experience and you just own that. And a lot of people are terrified of that, not yeah. just in the improv kind of piece of it, but just putting yourself out there in a way that could be very easily, um, you know, make you embarrassed or mm-hmm. scared or nervous or whatever. And you're just like, I'm Doug, deal with it. <laughs> it works in some capacities, yeah. but I still won't call and order food. Because I don't like that. I don't understand that. Explain I don't that to me. I think I think I pin this down to the fact that my mom made me do this growing up. Yeah. She made me do a lot of these menial tasks growing up, which, um, as a child, uh, it wasn't like, "Hey, uh, can you go drop this in the mailbox?" Although she did make me do that. I'm like, "Great, nothing can go wrong. I just have to put this in the mailbox." <laughs> or it's like, "Hey, Doug, I need you to run to the post office. I need you to go up to the counter. They need to weigh this." And I need you to basically take care of all this. I'll give you all the money. She just didn't want to do it. So I went in there, and the, they were asking me questions. And I'm like, I don't fucking know what the answer is to this. How old are you? I don't know, like eight or nine, maybe ten. Oh. Too young okay. to be yeah. all right. dealing with a complicated she, transaction. I was like, I I'll give you that. Then. I like, I th- I th- I'm yeah. thinking like 14, 15. I'm like, well, yeah. you can probably well, figure it out at that well, point. Even but. then, it's like to some point, like, why are you going to put me in charge of something that... Because like, the guy was like giving me stamps, and I didn't know how to put on. And you know what I did? I just threw the package in in the, the thing without any stamps. <laughs> and my mom goes, how many stamps did they give you? And I was like, I don't know. She goes, what do you mean you don't know? I go, I just put the package in the mailbox. And she got mad and had to go in and tell them. And I was just like, you just fucking do it. You, like, yeah. So anytime we had to order food, she'd make me order food. Anytime we were at a hotel, we had to call the front desk, she'd make me call the front desk. Really? And it got to the point where I was like, I, I just hated the idea of being forced to do something and, and doing a task well, that I didn't full the being, scope of. Yeah, and you didn't weren't prepared to. You didn't know the the responses to questions, follow-up questions that were yeah. likely to come because you knew so little of what you were trying to accomplish. She may as well have sent me into like 
you know, get a car repaired. But hey, now get, at a third, I'm going to park the car here, Doug. I want you to go and talk to the mechanics <laughs> and just give me the rundown of what's wrong with our car. Okay. Uh, okay. I don't fucking know. But now as a 34 year old man, you don't feel that you could call like, like Giordano's and like place a pizza order. It's hey. not that he thinks he can't do it. He won't do it because he doesn't enjoy the experience. I'll have you know, I ordered Chinese just a couple weeks ago. And over the phone. Oh. I'll have you know he only did this because our daughter had a crazy high fever and we were driving to the ER because it was like eight o'clock at night and I was I had called her pediatrician, found out they had late sick hours, so we stopped the route to the ER and we're like, Okay, so her fever was starting to come down. We need to go home have dinner and then go back out because the time that we had the appointment so while i'm driving i go like it's a big deal i'm like okay doug so you need to call and order chinese because i'm driving and he didn't give me any any flack about it but like that's like it's like a serious conversation i need you to do this because clearly i cannot do that right now because i'm driving that's what it takes for him to call and order chinese food. so i hope you heard that justin did you hear what that was that was ridiculous re- is what it was. <laughs> that was reliability. When the push came to shove, I showed up and I delivered. Doug, you fucking called for Chinese food on the phone. It's not like you saved a life. I'm just saying for me. I'm sorry. I'm going to call. I'm I'm going to. I delivered. I'm going to stand. No, the Chinese delivered. No, I picked it up. <laughs> and then I delivered yeah. at home. Because we like had a very real short man. window. We had a short window of time. We wanted I, to drive back home. I killed that home. sesame chicken myself. <laughs> Goddamn right I did. We wanted to... Arrive back home, be able to like basically grab the food, go go up, eat dinner, and then go back down to the car and go to her appointment. And so, but it's funny because in this moment, you can just try to imagine like how stressed we are because I came home from work. I got my job offer that night. I listened to my job offer down the lobby. Now I'm upstairs dealing with a sick kid. We're freaking out because she's never had a fever that high. Like all this stuff's happening. We've already talked to the pediatrician, parked outside the ER turning around going okay new game plan this is what we're gonna do and doug i need you to call the order in and who stepped up to the plate <laughs> doug cochran and he delivered i really feel like you're giving but yourself I'm, a lot of credit on this man I'm proud of myself i love doug but that's what it takes to get him to work justin did you hear in that, that moment, she loves me in that moment he will not hesitate to do it but it takes that moment a moment like that for him to do it. I but I would I would contest that it, it in that moment it takes that for him to do it. But yeah. you still had to ask. You didn't you didn't say, "Hey Jill, let me <laughs> let me go, let me order some Chinese food for us." It was Doug. Can you please call because I am doing something. I, like, I feel like those aren't the accurate details. <laughs> I feel like it was. Let's get Chinese. Doug, will you order? And I said yes. That's what it was. I got this. this it sounded because it sounded like a hostage negotiation from it the way you're, like it. you're putting it down. Because I'm sitting there going. Okay, well, this all works if he'll call. Mm-hmm. And I knew he'd say yes, but I probably asked him before he offered, but I don't know if he was going to offer. I was like, this is what needs to happen. So again, I'm you're driving. Not, you're not calling because <laughs> you it's not that you're un, it's not that you are af- nervous or afraid to call. It's because it's not fun for you or I still not it's fully like, sure I understand. See, like, what you don't understand, Justin, is for those average phone calls, <laughs> You don't need a superhero. You know, when there's a, you can call the cops for the average bank robbery, whatever. When a meteor is going to hit the earth, 
you call Superman. Uh, sure. Naturally. And that's when I yeah. show up. I show up in those critical moments to do what needs to be done. Yeah. But so let's get th- back to why you're messed you're up. You're welcome. <laughs> Justin, you're welcome. I'm thank you for the service uh, you're providing. Thanks Absolutely. for calling for Chinese that night, Doug. Guys, that really saved my Thank my you room. for your service. Yeah. Also, because we were getting Chinese, I was that much more motivated also. That's well, also I true. Feel like, yeah. like if I'd ask them to call in for, you like know. Like Lou Malnati's, I'd be like. Like tofu? Yeah, Doug, call in for a salad. He'd been like, we're not doing that. I'm not even going to respond <laughs> to that. Get the fuck out of my face with salad. Yeah, no, for him, it's not like, so when you were young, it was, you know, this intense stressful situation like, like it wasn't a tragic childhood tragedy that, no, that forced him like your mom didn't like tell you to order them conti- beat you with switches <laughs> <laughs> he was continuously put in this like stressful you know situation where he's on the phone with whoever and he's relaying questions back and forth between his mom and whoever he's talking to on the phone and he hated you know over and over and over again growing up that now it's not like oh gosh what will i say when the pizza guy says pickup or delivery what do we do i'll be i'll be back in a minute <laughs> i have vietnam flashbacks just <laughs> i find him in the bathroom like huddled up and like doug you want a pizza i couldn't do you just it hear me in the shower just just cr- <laughs> you just hear me hear me freeze and i just go i'll be right back, be right back. <laughs> <laughs> oh crap did he ask you delivery or pickup oh. uh, i'm sorry uh, my husband just dropped the phone who is this is this a delivery guy <laughs> i'm sorry who did he call <laughs> oh you're the fifth guy this week <laughs> i'm so sorry <laughs> no i think it just like it takes him just immediately he's in like a bad place when you ask him to make a phone call about something like that like it just it just triggers all these bad childhood memories of of being forced and, to do it when Jill, he didn't want Jill kind of got to see this in real time and she, you've seen it a lot since but my favorite one was we were on a cruise and my mom goes <laughs> uh they had like you know it was you know all-inclusive whatever you want to drink whenever and I remember her just going oh hey Doug are you thirsty I go yeah she goes great will you go get me some soda <laughs> <laughs> And I was I mean, like, at least she. You should have gone. At least she made gotten sure you wanted to go too. And gotten back <laughs> and gone. Well, I got, got some soda. That's what you asked for, right? I just. Uh, I can't. <laughs> I, how do you, you? Cool. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's you know you pick your battles. It's not something that is worth fighting over. There, the more the more irritating thing is the lack of driving, which yeah. has gotten better because he has to pick up Natalie from daycare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, I would rather he drive somewhere than I. He can never make a phone call again. I would take that. The driving is because there have been moments that I've been at the airport and been like, man, it'd be nice if I just Doug could come pick me up instead of taking you know blue line in for an hour or whatever. Or, sure. You know, back when you used to do the snow uh, stuff for yeah. for your job, he would work really late. Mm-hmm. And I remember he asked me to come get him at 8 or 9 o'clock. And I was like, you know, if I were working 8 or 9 o'clock, I'd be taking, you know, train, cab, whatever. But, you know, I, I don't mind driving. It, it works for us because I prefer to drive. He prefers not to. But there have been moments where like, damn just really wish he'd come pick me up or could drive the car here or drive the car there. But, you know, most days is not a problem. So the phone call thing, not a big deal to me. I'd rather him drive more. 
So you're telling me he sits in the passenger seat, feet uh-huh. up, not making phone calls to anyone. What do you do? First of all, I don't sit in the passenger seat. I sit behind Jill because there's more leg room. Because the passenger seat is dangerous for, for no for because baby Doug. for baby Dougie. I, I like to feel like I'm being chauffeured around. So that's driving what it was. driving Miss Doug <laughs> driving Mr. Doug. Yeah, I like to sit back with the baby because I'm a child. And that's he what does I deserve. Sit you sit backwards in the, back in the seat. I sit backwards in the seat, and <laughs> there's both, a mirror so Jill can see my face. <laughs> I sort there's of, a mirror. I just plop my my feet up, and I'm just like, "Hi, Jill." She's oh like, Lord! Hi, Doug. Just <laughs> picture Doug's legs sticking straight up over the seat, hitting the ceiling. And I was like, uh, I'm watching Elmo with Natalie. <laughs> Mr. Noodles is a dumb dumb. <laughs> Jill, Mr. Noodles is is challenged. I think so. I think Do so. you want to hear my new theory? And she's like, shut up, I'm driving. Is it about the ocean, Doug? <laughs> the ocean in Moana, it's a psychopath. It's a psychopath. Yeah, I just go, uh-huh, that's oh, nice. Oh, yeah, really, Mom's Doug? listening to her gangster rap, so shut <laughs> up. Shoop a shoop, doop, <laughs> doop, doop. <laughs> Mama's listening to Bruno right now, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Versace on the floor. I've taught him everything Shh. he knows. Mama's having a moment. <laughs> Mama's having a moment. Mama's having a moment with oh, Bruno. Oh, Bruno Mars. <laughs> Bruno uh, Mars is pretty good, though. Dude, I would give it up to Bruno Mars. Any, I would not kick him out of bed. No <laughs> Who am I kidding? Bruno's not kicking me out of bed. Or he might. Bruno's calling the shots, though, is what he, I'm trying oh wait, to say. I was like, what? He wouldn't kick you out of bed? You're that confident? You're like, oh, no, no. He's not <laughs> kicking me out of bed. Bruno wants some of this. I ran a marathon. Like, I, don't hey, uh, I don't know if you know this, but I ran a marathon. Bruno. I bet he's never met anyone who's ran a marathon before. Probably not. There's only t- 5% of the world that's ever done that. <laughs> he's, I, he can't have met that many people. I mean, no. never. I mean, that's a small I don't really amount. have a crush on him, like... Physically, I just I love his music. I don't have a crush on him physically. I would just totally go down on him. I would right. just totally bone him. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> no, I just I love some Bruno. Yeah, man. I would bleach his asshole. <laughs> there we go. Now we're getting serious. Wow, that's that's love right there. I'm just saying, what's love got to do with it? Uh, you know, got to do, got to do with it. <laughs> Who needs a heart when a heart can uh, be broken? Yeah, right. That's true. Good, yeah. good times. Yeah, my heart will go on. You know? Yeah, and on, and on, and on, and on. Yeah. Yeah. Meow. 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 Yeah, I had something I was going to say about Bruno, but I think it just went away. That's cool. Poof. Poof. Seriously, though, I've been talking about doing karaoke with um, people from my old job. Nice. And every time I listen to Bruno, I'm like, all right, when are we doing this? You know, Bruno, like, I get psyched. It's when easy I listen to want to karaoke his music. Oh, my yeah. God. I love it so much. Too I was just catchy. jamming out in the car the other day on one of my treat yourself days mm-hmm. this week. I was like, all right, when are we doing karaoke? Put some perm on that attitude. <laughs> That's right. Don't, don't, don't. You got to relax. I'm so proud of you right now. Thank you. I figured, <laughs> I figured she'd like that. Yeah. <laughs> I prefer to wait till I've had some alcohol and I have Bruno, you know, helping me out. He's dubbed over what I'm saying, so nice. I'm not going to sing right now. We should just get water. a Mind Gap karaoke night together. Ooh, oh, yeah. yeah. Bring the recorder to karaoke and just roll it and see what happens. Let's oh get some former some Mind Gap all-stars to join us for some that would karaoke. Be fun. That might be a fun time. That would be a lot of fun. I'm just putting it out there. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. I am RSVPing, yes. Nice. <laughs> so we have a talent show coming up for uh, for my work, and I'm trying to think of an opening routine to do with my co-host, and I just can't think of anything yet. I don't really want to sing because that's not really my jam. 
uh, I've kind of stuck on... Maybe that's what would make it great. I feel like, you know, all the greats, when they're opening for these wonderful shows, these high-level shows, do something pretty impressive. Yeah, like Colbert when he just did whatever award show he did. They always open with the musical number. Yeah. See, the only thing I can think of is the Dirty Dancing routine to do... That would be kind of funny. That would be great. Yeah, time of of your life. Dave is like... Yeah. Teeny tiny compared to you. So yeah, really it'd be fun. really good. I always joke that for uh, Halloween, I want to be Hodor and he can be Bran and he just be on my back <laughs> because we can also coexist without each other. But when we get together, it's like that much more awesome. Yeah. Or I'd be Luke and he'd be Yoda. And then same thing. We get together, he hops on my back. That's awesome. Yeah, we've joked about that for a while. Uh, but I'm th- I don't know. I can't think of anything. I want to do some sort of like physical, like sort of dancing, but nothing that's because in the past, it's been awful. The opening stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? They've they've done things like taking the words to "Can't Stop Believing" by Journey, and they changed the words to be. It's like the most corporate thing oh. ever, where they just changed all the words to have something to, to mm-hmm. have every line deal with the company. And I was like, I remember showing up for the first one, and they handed everyone lyric sheets. They're like, "Come on, guys, sing along!" And I was like, "Ah, I'm not doing this." It was really, really uncomfortable. And well, now's like, your chance. Yeah, see, that's what I'm it. saying. Is like I want to You're find all a way. Like, I'm not doing this, so you better bring it. See, that's the thing. Is like, uh, <laughs> just saying, and not knocking those people that did that, but terrible job. No, uh, I just it, it was it was it was so corporate and so gross mm-hmm. that I was just like, hey, you you have to win us back now, right? Like that's it. and there were some amazing people that performed, like did incredible stuff, and it turned out to be a very successful night. But that was a rough but way. The to opening, start. yeah. You should stand on stage and just make a phone call and order some food. <laughs> Do it and in front be, of people. I mean, look, look how talented like, I am. Oh my God, he's so brave. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> so brave. So brave. Like, you guys don't realize how big of a deal this is for me. Like, I'm going to I'm gonna face one of my fears. It's I not think, presenting to you. It's ordering food. I think you could food. do like some uptown funk. Yeah. Yeah, Ooh. that gets people ready to go. But ready, change ready all go. the words to fit the company. <laughs> oh my God. <clears throat> yeah. Because that's the thing too is I don't want to do like a full song or something like that. Yeah. I want it to be quick. Yeah. Because that's when stuff people are like, oh cool, I get the shtick. And then it's like, and they're still going. And we're still going. I don't want to do still that. Still going. I kind of would just do something quick and fun or do Fake like a. watch looking. Still <laughs> going. <laughs> just do like a medley of something. You guys should just, or, do, just do who's on first. Uh, I was also but thinking, change all the words to fit the company. Jesus Christ. <laughs> You're making me so sad. You could probably find like, I don't know, say six or eight short segments of great songs, current yeah. songs to do, and that'd be it. Just cut them together, go one to the other. Yeah. I actually think I saw a viral video a little bit ago where this groom and his groomsman did this for his his wife mm-hmm. as part of their reception. I mean, they did a little bit longer segments, but even though the songs were kind of varied, it flowed really well. Like yeah. if you just picked a few, I think that could be fun. And you guys would be dorky about it. You've already pretended or, you know, fake break dance. So you yeah. should do the, uh, the evolution of dance. Oh Jesus. That'd be good. Right. You guys yeah. could do like the, the Jimmy Fallon and Justin Timberlake, you know, rap history of rap. I don't know that you guys could go on stage <laughs> He would drop trow and he would just raw dog him for, <laughs> for at least 15 minutes. Ah, 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 this is for art. And then he ah, turned to him and ah. go, we call it the aristocrats. <laughs> and then HR goes, you're fired. <laughs> you can't fire us. We're HR. <laughs> yeah, it'll be. Toodles. <laughs> no, you're not. 
toodles. <laughs> Bye. So, uh, how, what, why, why did you leave your last job? Well. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you a story. It all started with the talent show. Actually, if you go to YouTube, uh, I, can, I can show you exactly what happened. You go to Pornhub, I can show you exactly what happened. I can show you exactly what happened. <laughs> and that's the moment where it went wrong. Yeah, uh, right there, yeah. see? So, <clears throat> look. Uh, Came I, too early. <laughs> oh, man. I love it. Uh, so yeah, I'll, I'll try to figure something out. I'm, 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 my be mind's cool. been racing to figure that stuff out, yeah. but I'm like, uh, I'd love to make a video because that's always my thing. Doug, is this, can I make a video? Dude, you guys should just go up there and do an improv set. <sighs> Does he do improv? No, perfect. But, but he's actually very <laughs> even better. It's funny because I'm as I've just we've just improvised these videos. I'm like, he would be an excellent improviser. Like he's so creative. But I was like, there's no way. It's the same reason like years ago, people were like, dude, you should do improv. I'm like, I'm, this is not the place to do that. You should do the entire movie of Greece. You should reenact the entire God. movie. Yeah. movie now, so if you much. said Newsies, I may have, I may have listened. <laughs> no. Doug Look may out, Greece. I'm the king of Greece New York. Too. Greece too. <laughs> Doug hates Greasier. musicals. Doug hates a lot of things. You know this. Oh yeah, you, you keep a list. I right? had a list Somewhere. going for a long yeah. time. That. Onions was definitely on that. But Doug hates. Loves yeah. Christian Bale, mm-hmm. like a lot. I think you were gonna say Christian Rock. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Jesus, you fundy. <laughs> <laughs> and Wayne knows how much we know how much Wayne does not like Christian Bale. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, Doug. Doug has a man crush on Christian Bale. I'm oh, okay yeah. with it. I do. I'm okay with it. Yeah, I'm all right. And Christopher Lo- Nolan. Who he also wouldn't like that. Doesn't like that. No. Wayne, no. No. No, he and, does not like Christopher yeah. Nolan. Who are your man crushes? Oh, God. Where do I start? I mean, Bruno Mars. Bruno. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jesus, Justin Timberlake, my namesake. Um, <clears throat> no, I. Uh, that's a good question. I feel like they change depending on if I'm in if I'm in a music mood or in a mm-hmm. comedy mood or a drama. It, it kind of it varies. Yeah. Um, I would say Timberlake is perpetually up there just because I'm a fan of just how fucking talented he is mm-hmm. and it just angers me there are not a, there are not a lot of um, musicians that then go into acting that that I actually have ever really liked right and he's probably one of very few the it always it used to be like everybody was doing it I feel like at one point in time maybe yeah. it was like late 90s or something you're like oh here we go another musician wants to be an actor or another actor wants it's just and I know they're multi-talented a lot of actors have great voices but having a great voice and using it in a film or a play is different than putting out albums right you know so to be doing all of that I think it's hard to come by but I think he does a pretty good job I would have to agree yeah yeah, yeah. I, th- I mean, I think it was also that's that that is a a much older school mentality of the it's the you know it's a, oh he's the guy's a triple threat you know he's a song and dance man and he can act you know it's the, yeah. the Frank Sinatra's the Sammy yeah. Davis Juniors who the Gene Kellys you know the all of them that well he was more of a dancer but you know what I'm saying? like they they crossed entertainment kind of genres mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so they could do anything so they were they right. were useful Bing's Bing Crosby's. I think it was just you know you got to be doing so much just manufacturing of music yeah. that it was those people that were then acting or actors that were just their manufacturing music and they weren't necessarily entertainers like Justin Timberlake is an entertainer oh hands well. down yeah you know and I, I think it was those that group of people that kind of gave me a bad taste for that is yeah. like oh here we go you know just feeling like you might be able to do all of those things in a film or something like that but to, like, to commercially put out those products I don't 
I don't know that that's always something that they could also do. I'm always fascinated by someone that can successfully transcend that sort of stuff like, you know, uh, Dwayne Johnson, like him yeah. successfully going from WWE over. Now, to be fair, there is some amount of acting that goes into WWE, but not to the level of... But not of, good acting. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's basically male soap opera stuff. Uh, but, you know, to see him successfully go yeah. over, um, to some degree, I think John Cena has done a yeah. wonderful job. He's been another guy that's done that. Absolutely, uh, yeah. Um, that's always gets exciting whenever I'm like, oh shit, this person can actually do these things. Yeah, well, I also have a lot of respect for uh, a lot of the like the hip hop and rap moguls, like mm-hmm. Jay Z, mm-hmm. um, who you know not only has his music career, but he also has his clothing line yeah. and his uh, his um, uh, I'm forgetting the word now, but um, he's doing like sports um, agent stuff right now, He's, too. and he owns I'm part of uh, I think it's the Knicks I think or mm-hmm. or Some, the Nets or the something Nets. it's the Nets yeah. Nets yeah and um yeah he just he just does a lot of just just business entrepreneurial type stuff mm-hmm. he's got his, his hands in a lot of stuff and, yeah you know um P Diddy uh yeah. you know for for all intents and purposes 50 cent like sure with vitamin water that yeah. man's living off off all that money right now it's the same thing with Dr. Dre I don't know if you've watched yeah. the man. Defiant ones no on I have HBO. not it's oh, so good it's so good and they basically talk about like when they release Beats by Dre and how it was worth like what four billion dollars. But it's dollars. the build up to that, yes. like just all the things that you know through his career and the you know main producer that he worked with all those years and and how they came across each other because yeah. you would never guess that just, these two yeah. would ever cross. Like talk it about just like a cool story of how someone got to be where they are. I mean, we were talking about that after it was over. I was like, there's. A lot of everybody's got a cool story to some degree, but there are some that you're just your mind's kind of blown at how things worked out for them. Right. I mean, they worked hard, but also there's some luck in there that oh, just yeah. made it happen. It's it's and his it's working hard and those. catching the right breaks. I yeah, mean, yeah, because yeah, you know he went through some tough stuff. He lived in a you know terrible neighborhood and you know grew up around a lot of violence, and a lot of problems and stuff. And you know even after he had some success, like. There was a lot of racial tension at the time. The government was going after the, their group. You know, it was just to see how they all overcame that was really, really cool. And then to see how successful he is now. It was just well, it was also amazing. interesting, too, to kind of touch on what we did last uh, last week uh, was strengths. And his strength and what he realized was he was a fantastic producer. Yeah. Um, he wasn't as strong later in his career, you know, as an artist creating the music for himself or all that sort of stuff. He's a perfectionist. He likes everything to be perfect, and like, what was it? Uh, I forget which one he came, which came out around the year two thousand. I can't remember what was it, Chronic two thousand or something like that. I can't remember, but it did not do well. Yeah, it was like critically panned, and he struggled for a while. But then he realized he would find great artists like Eminem, Fifty Cent, uh, guys like that, and he did a great job of producing their albums. And I thought that was really cool, where he was like, "This is what I'm good at." Mm-hmm. This is what I'm good at, finding someone who's extremely talented and helping them craft their sound. Right. <clears throat> which I thought was amazing. Because, what was it, Jimmy, I think was yeah, the... Yeah, Jimmy uh, Pavine or something like that. I can't remember the guys, you know, but he was the same way. Like, he got his break just... <laughs> that guy has worked with every major badass musician ever. Like, I think his yeah. break came with... was it John Lennon. John Lennon. He just, he was like... He worked he, with the Beatles. I mean, he worked with, seriously, all genres, all just 
just legends. Yeah. And this guy worked with them all. You're like, holy shit. It was amazing because he was kind of a fuck up. <laughs> yeah. And then finally it's like. all the more of a great story. Yeah. His, his <laughs> uncle or whatever was like, hey, I work at this place. It's It was like maybe a, a, a vinyl factory or some shit like that. And he's like, oh, and there's also a studio. Maybe we can get you a job sweeping the floors or something. And he got in there, got fascinated. He was learning the ropes. And all of a sudden, uh, this guy was supposed to be recording John Lennon. He couldn't make it. He's like, Jimmy, I want you to do it. So Jimmy goes in and helps produce John Lennon's shit. That's awesome. And there's yeah. like this picture of him with John Lennon. And like I'm like, what the fuck? And then from there, he goes on to work. He worked with Springsteen. He worked t- with Tom Petty. He worked with Fleetwood Mac. Jesus he worked Christ. With yeah, like you can't U2. make this stuff up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, and, and he helped. <laughs> he got Gwen Stefani started. Yeah. He got like all yeah. like his his list of people that he worked wow. with is fucking astounding. Yeah. That's amazing. And now he's, you know, invested in part owner whatever founder of beats yeah like beats yeah. Dre. Oh, put that cherry on top of all of that right yeah well i'm just gonna <laughs> toss this up there too well it's so funny because dre talked about how um <laughs> he and jimmy you know were at their beach houses and jimmy was walking <laughs> on the beach and he's like jimmy come up here and they had like a 10 minute conversation about how headphones suck yeah. nowadays he's like wouldn't it be great if we could make something that was good and jimmy's like yeah it's a good idea the next week he's like come into my office and he had all these headphones in his office he's like we should do this and they just started crafting, you know, the the whole Beats by Dre thing. Yeah. And before you know it, like, they were able to get in with Apple. Mm-hmm. And then that was it. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> and they basically were like, holy shit. It was like like a $4 billion deal yeah. or some shit like that. Well, it was feel- just like a chance conversation even between the two of them. Yeah. 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 Well, I feel like a, a lot of this, if you look at all these artists, I mean, you can, you can kind of trace everything back to really just building their brand mm-hmm. yeah. is what it is. It's, it's not just... Oh, I'm a musician, or because mm-hmm. you know how many musicians just fizzle out, or how many mm-hmm. actors just fizzle out, or how many whatevers just fizzle out. It's it's a matter of building that brand that goes beyond you. Like to bring back Timberlake, uh, you know, he's got started with music, did acting. I mean, you could argue he's a decent opposite actor. way, but yeah, music, acting, and he's got a clothing company. I think, if I'm not mistaken, he might own some some sort of a bourbon something because he's mm-hmm. from Tennessee. So he, I mean, or bourbons from Kentucky, whiskey, whatever it is. He's, he's got <laughs> his hands in a lot of different things too, but it's, it's, it's his overarching brand that ties all these things together. And the sure. same with Jay-Z and the same with Dre. And I think that's, that is where all the success truly comes back to is when you can not just build your career on a thing, but build an entire brand around your name. That's when, that's when that true success yeah, comes. Yeah. Cause you know, if, Dr. Dre is going to endorse anything that has something to do with music, either how you make it or listen to it. I'm going to be like, well, that guy knows what he's talking about. So I'm going to check this out, you know, and knowing, you know, I didn't know how much of a perfectionist he was until I watched that. Um, I I don't own beats. I don't know what people think. I know they're very popular, so I'm not going to say I know how good they are, but I would imagine they've got to be pretty decent if if he feels like they're good enough to put his name on them because that's what he uses to produce music. Yeah. I love how you brought up brand because I've been speaking a lot lately about personal brand at work. And uh, I'd like to take this moment <laughs> to talk about you two and your personal brands. Do you know what a personal brand is, Justin? It's okay if you don't. Uh, I would say it is um, what the cattle rancher will come and brand into my hind quarters <laughs> to make sure that he knows that you might say it's I belong the just, to him. You might say it's the Justin Tramp stamp. Oh. Uh, 
Remember that? I know this well. <laughs> <laughs> I know this well. Uh, as uh, Jeff Bezos of Amazon likes to say, personal brand is what people say about you when you leave the room. Oh, interesting. So it's... The, is well, he really the first person that said that? That's just how he defines okay. it. Okay. Um, I was like, I don't, I don't know about that. So that man was very gassy. That's <laughs> <laughs> a stinky, stinky man. That's uh, in your, your statement, right? <laughs> yeah, right? That's in my, that my in personal there. brand. Yeah. Doug Cochran, stinky, stinky man. <laughs> nice so, guy. Stinky, stinky guy. <laughs> <laughs> but what I love about personal brand is it's something you can control 100%. Like, it's the way that uh, it's, it's how you treat others. It's the way you carry yourself. It's your attitude. Uh, it's your, um, the way you look. Everything like that. And uh, we do this a lot with new hires where we talk about personal brand because a lot of people haven't considered this or, or how important it is. And so I've been tasked with sort of tr starting to try to generate my own personal brand, which I can't remember ver verbatim, although I did type it to you earlier today, Jill, so maybe I'll bring it up. But, bring up the GGAT log. But Jill, uh, uh, Jill or Justin, like if you could think about, could you name like three or five words that you'd like someone to, like to your personal brand to be? If if you were to if so if you were to leave the room, what would you want people to say about you? I take no shit. <laughs> <laughs> nice ass. <laughs> yep. That's it. Yep. <laughs> take no shit out of that nice ass. <laughs> take no shit out of that nice ass. Uh, I would probably say uh, just just words like just a keyword yeah, like yeah. any keywords like anything like for example uh, uh, I would say funny nice um, sincere mm -hmm. um, smart something to that effect yeah that's good yeah, yeah. that's good yeah we, we usually do an exercise with new hires where we say like think of three to five things that you'd like people to think about you yeah. and how it relates to what you do. I spent a lot of time crafting this and I'm still working on it, but this is mine. I love to use hum humor and nerd culture to engage, coach, and teach others to be successful human beings in their professional, personal and professional lives. That's not three to four words. No, no that's, he that's has a long line. statement. I have yeah. a statement. Yeah, that's, a my, statement. that's my statement. And that uh, eight bit thing that I showed you guys today, that's, <laughs> that's going to be part of it. That's the Doug logo. That's going to be part of my logo. It's your brand. So what's really important though is if you do want to work on your personal brand, like you come up with that statement, then so that's what you want it to be. Mm -hmm. But you have to know is is that what people think already? Like how much work do I have to do? To so get you to have that to point? talk to people. Yeah. Yes. And ask them people that you trust that yes. will tell you the truth. Am I hitting the mark on this or not? So that. Because you might want something to be your brand or think it's your brand. You could be completely wrong. Yeah. Right. What's I great do about think this? I have a brand of that I take no shit. I'm not. I was like kidding, but I'm not kidding about that. Like that's part of that's. I that's know she's not yeah, kidding. Yeah, I'm not kidding. Yeah. <laughs> How much work do I have to do to get my brand to be strong, independent woman? <laughs> <laughs> you got a little ways and to go. perfume got, <laughs> got a ways to go, buddy. Oh, you got a little ways but to I go. But I believe in you. <laughs> Right. Yeah, it's, it's knowing knowing where the starting point is is the first step. Exactly. No, but I, I found that interesting because uh, I also had a, a, a lunch uh, a lunch and learn with one of our uh, senior leaders today, and that's one of the things he touched on too was personal brand, which is you guys you have no idea like how much you control it and how much it's going to drive your career. Hmm. And if um, you're aware of that, because he he gave an example, he goes you could be the highest performer in your company but be passed up yep. for leadership or responsibility situations because people don't want to work with you. Interesting. 
He's like, because you're just going to stay where you are. If you're excelling, kind of like what we were talking about last week too, you can excel at that. But if you're not someone who has a brand for knowing like, yeah, Doug likes, he's really good to collaborate with or Doug's really cutthroat or Doug is so results driven that he's going to shut you down. Like, why would you want to give that person more responsibility? Yeah. You know? As an HR professional, <laughs> if I may, please, um, I would agree with that. I would say that um, at the end of the day, you'll be perceived more so by your brand than your performance because not everybody you work with is working with you closely enough to know if you're a high performer or not. Mm -hmm. So your brand is, that's what they know about you. Yeah. And um, I have worked in environments, not gonna say which one, where sometimes that doesn't work for you and some somebody thinks, oh, that person is all these wonderful things and that's, that's helpful, but their brand is that, but they're actually a terrible performer. Yeah. <laughs> and there's this wonderful perception about them, but they are really incapable of doing a good job. So I've seen both sides of it, but most in most cases, it's um, you know definitely beneficial to people to have that good brand out there, and it be something that um, you know helps you helps you get forward, um, in whatever you're trying to do, whether it's you know yeah. move up job titles or you know move into different departments or or whatever. But and what's great about it too is not only do you 100% control it, but it can change. I did this exercise several months ago where I had to come up with my personal brand. I compared it to what I have now, and it's already different. It's similar in some aspects, but uh, I'm also have a better idea of what I want to do. So my personal brand and what I want it to be is is kind of more focused. Mm. It's in funny because um, I actually facilitated some training um, in this in my last job, and to sort of like immediately get to the point of what we were trying to talk about, we started with a couple of pictures of famous people and said you know, here's this person, what comes to mind? Here's this person, mm -hmm. what comes to mind? And then you segue into, you know, that's their brand and yada, yada. And the, the first two people were um, Oprah Winfrey. And, you know, you talk about that for a minute. And the next one was Donald Trump. <laughs> and this was before <laughs> he was a candidate even. Yeah. So uh, my old boss and I were like, we're probably going to need to change that because <laughs> it's just going to like... I mean, it still works, but we're just going to go down this rabbit hole that we don't need to go into. <laughs> yeah. But nonetheless, like, who doesn't for know Oprah or Trump? Yeah. You know, so it, it worked for a while, but we need to maybe switch that one. Or, you know, it, it, you <laughs> too know. divisive at this point, too. Yeah. You know, <laughs> kind of going back to the grander scale, too, like someone like Michael Jackson, you know, people yeah. that can transcend cultures. Right, right. You know, uh, Tom Segura makes that joke about Mike Tyson, about how everyone knows who he is, <laughs> who Iron Mike is, uh, and stuff like that. And just knowing, you know, it's amazing how that brand can haunt you, too, because yeah. of, you know, the way that you are. I mean, take Floyd Mayweather, for example. Sure. He, he I think he intentionally plays a certain way to, to, to be hated mm -hmm. because it fuels, it fuels him. It, oh, it, yeah. it gets him paid. Well, it gets, it gets uh, press. Exactly. That's why his nickname is Money. Yeah. There you go, yeah. Because that guy, he loves to play the bad guy. Right. He loves to play the villain because, well, first of all, he can back it up. Right. <laughs> and second of all, it's it gets him paid. It gets him it gets him lots and lots of money, and that's that's what he is. He's known for that sort of stuff, and, it, and I feel like that's obviously a higher level stuff, but I think it's really important for average, you know, people to think about. Yeah that sort of stuff about their brand and, and who they want to be and how they want to control that. No, that's a really good point, actually. I, I mean, it, it, and it's something that I think, uh, I think a lot of people, it's one of those, you kind of have to be self-reflective 
Yes. When you, not, not kind of. I mean, you have to be self-reflective when you, if you really want to properly use it as an exercise to further your career or wherever your lot in life, you have mm-hmm. to really kind of get introspective and figure out, all right, what is the goal for my brand and what is it currently? Yeah. And being very openly open and honest with yourself, which I think is a very hard for a lot of people. Well, even just asking things like, what are you passionate about? Like, what do you get excited about? Right. Uh, what sort of stuff, uh, you know. Taco gets excited about playing with mice. Taco is playing with <laughs> cat's killing me over here. Couch. Because he had the fucking mouse caught in his claw. Uh, and so he was doing like, this. He was going. Yeah, it's just fl- it was stuck on his. just stuck. And I'm like, gosh, uh, cat's amazing. Get off my paw. Yeah, but I mean, Same. you know, it's like, what, what are you good at? You yeah. Know, what are your strengths? You know, what are you passionate about? You know, what, what do people compliment you on? What do people admire mm. you for? And sort of taking all that sort of stuff and being like, great. Based on all of that, like, what, what is my brand? Right. What is it and what do I want it to be? And how can I change that? And that's something that I think is kind of difficult to do sometimes. Or I just, you know, it's something I've only recently been exposed to in the past year. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, this is actually 100% of my control. Which is also kind of refreshing because there's so many things where it's like, sorry, your IQ is what it is. You're a dumb dumb. <laughs> no, or you're just, this is about as good as you can get. So when I hear there's things that I can improve on, yeah, like emotional intelligence or things like that, I'm like, oh, wow, I can actually affect this? Holy shit, I should pay attention to this. Right. Kind of like my health, you know? <laughs> Wait a minute. I can, I can impact my health if I actually like exercise Wait, and stuff? Wait, if I stop going to King's Buffet, I can oh, lose Lord. weight? <laughs> oh, man. Thank God that place is nowhere nearby. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't really want to go to it anymore anyway. I it's, finally won you over. Yeah, it was a Chinese buffet in Kirksville, Missouri. Hell yeah. I used to oh, go there man. all the time. Yeah. And there was a defining let's moment. Talk about Kirksville. King's let's Buffet. King. Yeah, let's let's go down that windy road. I don't think we have enough time <laughs> to go down that windy road. Let's talk about the personal brand of Kirksville. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. That is the windy road of Kirksville, though, talking about that. It's such a weird place. It is. It's so isolated. I think that's what makes it odd. Yeah. Is that, uh, you know, this was how many thousand people? 16,000? 17,000-ish. Uh, 10. <laughs> well, Are we negotiating? <laughs> 14. Um, you know, I, I always say this when I talk about Kirksville, but um, I'm from a much, much smaller town. So I, I always preface with that because I feel like, I have a right to say what I'm about to say because I come from a town so much smaller. Uh, so 2,500 people where I grew up and 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 Kirksville is so much bigger, but it, it is like the beacon of, of life in that area, which is saying a lot because, you know, 2,500 for some of the surrounding towns, they're not even that big. I yeah. mean, they, I wouldn't even call them towns. They're gatherings of houses, <laughs> they're maybe. villages. <laughs> And, um, you know, so to, to be that isolated, you know, within an hour and a half in every direction, really, there's not much. So to rely on a town that small for all your needs, for, for health care, for, I mean, there's schools elsewhere, too. Sure. But, um, you know, to get groceries, to have work, it, it's a lot to put it on the shoulders of such a small town, where I grew up, it was not that isolated. It was lots of other towns, either that size, bigger, some smaller. You know, Dixon's only 12 miles away and it's just the same size of Kirksville. It's not the lifeblood of that area. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that's just the tipping point of what makes Kirksville so 
You want to take a look at a real America, you come to Kirksville, Missouri. <laughs> I can show you me dropping Uh-oh, and knocking fall. over my water. I'm glad it went that direction because all yeah. the cords are over here. Yeah. I'm glad I drank most of that too. I can't so. get up because I'm holding my mic. So That's okay. fine. Okay. We'll, uh, just we'll let watch it stew. Oh gosh, it's making a it's oh, a no. it's making a fast <laughs> path <laughs> right now. Our floor may not be that level. You guys keep talking. All right. I got you. Yeah. So Kings Buffett. Yeah, King's Buffet. Last time we were there, I used to make Jill go there uh, every day. Or not every day. Every time we went back, I'm like, we got to go to King's Buffet. It's just, it's the best Chinese food. It's the best Chinese buffet ever. And the last time we went there, I remember just sitting in there. It was like not many people in there. Some of the workers were sort of putting the silverware together, wrapping them up and things sure. like that. And I just looked and like the... Uh, <laughs> Natalie's awake. Everything's falling apart, guys. <laughs> I think this might be a cue to just go into the throwdown. Doug spilled water. The baby's crying. Our pets' old. heads are falling off. Our pets' heads are falling <laughs> off. It's time for the throwdown. <laughs> We're just gonna make a hard transition into that, guys. I'm Sorry, guys. This this, you this podcast just went. Uh, this podcast just went a different direction. You pulled a dog. <laughs> pulled so. a dog. Hashtag parent life. Yeah. So uh, throwdown. So hey, how about the throwdown, guys? Yeah. Uh, well, for branding purposes, since we Ooh. started talking about branding, I thought it'd be fun to do a throwdown between two brands. Oh. Um, and I started to think, I'm like, well, we might not be able to talk on this, but I feel like you, Jilly Bean, might be able to talk on this a little bit, um, or at least have some insight on it. Because I know right, I know what you're going to say already. Okay. All right. And so How I do feel you like know what he's going to say? Just a, just a notion. I know his brand. Yeah. Um, Ooh, nice. It's going to be something about poop or farts. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'll be right back. <laughs> I'll be right back. Uh, so today's throwdown is going to be uh, two iconic brands: Nike versus Adidas. Oh, why did you think you know what? I mean, I'm, Nike is kind of what I'm, my initial thought is. That's what I thought you were going to go for because I feel like they're a stronger brand. Exactly, but you're thinking the American market because Adidas has the fucking corner on the football market. I feel like. The American market's the only market that matters. There it is. <laughs> spoken That's, like a true American. Spoken like a true Kirksvillian. <laughs> yeah, Nike. That's also true. So w- w- what exactly did you think I had to bring to the table on this? I'm curious. Well, you watch ESPN. <laughs> so I just kind of figured. You're a woman. You like shoes. <laughs> right. What do you know about routes? <laughs> my, my husband is the one that made that joke about me. <laughs> About shoes. Just like, no, you watch ESPN. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Doug. Yeah. Thanks. Nice, nice Cam Newton. Why don't you uh, uh, go make much. a phone call for me? And uh, Who do I have to call? Anybody. Just make a call. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Who wants some Chinese? <laughs> That's a tough one because I, I have kind of gone through, I mean, personally, my preference on, on those brands has kind of changed through the years. Sure. I think when I was like junior high was all about adidas like everybody remember like the pullover jackets everybody had that adidas it was adidas all it was the thing you had to have and then um you know honestly though i don't think i've ever owned that many nikes okay although i did go through that phase where you know everybody wanted to draw the swoosh yeah like perfectly and Why do we all spend so much time Somewhere a marketing guy was just jizzing swoosh. in his pants yes. because he's like, yes, we got him. Seriously, I, I can't tell you how many hours my friends and I spent doing yeah, same. that. Same. I remember doing yeah. that too. And um, she's really ticked off right now. She She'll be all right. She's She'll saying right. that. She'll be okay. She's doing this thing now where she's like, I need you to come in every once in a while, but she really doesn't. So 
It's a tough part to wait it out. Sorry. Yeah. I get sidetracked. This is what what it's like being a parent. I'm, yeah. I, I'll keep talking to help myself forget about it, but then inevitably I'm like, oh, my God, I'm, I need to go in there. My baby. Yeah. Sorry, babe. Uh, Nike. Um, I, I don't think I've ever really owned a lot of their merchandise. I kind of like um, the, the story of the brands has okay. been interesting, and I can't tell you that I know it like the back of my hand to explain it, but... Um, Right now, and probably for the last 10 years, I've been a diehard Puma girl. Okay. Um, and that's just, I like their shoes. I, I mean, I just, I see their shoes. I, I can't leave the store without them. Yeah. Must it's, have it's Puma. A, it's a problem. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. I would have to give it to, I think, Adidas, personally. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. because Nike, I think, is is a powerhouse. And it, yeah. it, it has, its brand is far and wide and very powerful. But I feel yeah. like Adidas... When I think about it, just because of how heavily I I tie it into soccer, uh-huh. and I think I'm like, well, soccer's just they're fucking swift, mm-hmm. and they're 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 squirrely. I don't trust them because they're yeah. European, and there's a lot of them, and so I just feel <laughs> like Adidas just has that like there's something very like I feel like Adidas would be the the international spy that you mm-hmm. wouldn't see coming. Okay, well I'd say if they had to summon armies, uh, who do you have at your disposal for Nike? You've got probably football players. American football players. I was going to say Nike or Reebok because I feel like Reebok okay. has a strong presence, and I could be speaking out of turn. I feel like they've they've kind of made a rebound recently. Is it yeah. Reebok that had that commercial where all of the um, like the? Do you remember? Was uh, it a snow fight? It was a snow fight, and all Ooh, the the right. athletes remember. like kind of come out of the woodwork yeah. and they come out and they play against each other. Yeah, I can't remember if that was. I want to say it was Reebok because I think. J.J. Watt was in it, yes. and he's not a Nike or an okay. Adidas guy. I think it's Reebok. Well, even if they only get like half the NFL guys, they still have a, a good a good yeah. chunk of those guys. Uh, you've also got uh, basketball players, probably some hockey guys. Um, while I'm, they might it was be Nike Snow Day. Oh, wow! wow. Yeah, really? How about that. So while you, while while the Adidas army might be larger, I feel like the Nike army would be more powerful. You think so? They, you deadly. think they have more might behind them? But again, it's like if you well, they got Jordan. I mean, yeah, Jordan he's, is he's rough. Yeah. It's hard. That. I mean, I think was it the? I just read this the other day. It shows how great my memory is. Is it the Yeezys that just now for the first time ever dethroned? Jordan's it very the, well could be. It, oh, I, interesting. I know some shoe just recently for the first time ever dethroned Jordan's, hmm. and I think it's that shoe. Because those like are like crazy expensive, right? I f- yeah, those are insanely, insanely. stupidly it's expensive. It's that shoe, I'm pretty certain. It, the same as, as his his white t-shirt brand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With like a yeah. thousand bucks for a fucking white yeah. t-shirt. Yeah. Thanks a lot, it's, you know, Talk about a brand. Pop, pop right? culture thing. Yeah. Everybody's got to have them. I mean, Jordans aren't going to go away, though. People I forgot about Jordans, those. quite frankly, yeah. and that alone, I feel like, yeah. sways my sways my vote. Because I don't think Adidas has ever had anything as iconic or as long-lasting no. or as powerful, in, quite simply, as that. In the shoe industry, I think it's hard to to. It could be very hard to even be on the map and be in the conversation. And I feel like Adidas is always hung in there. I think Reebok had its you know ass handed to it a few times, and now they've kind of made a bit of a play to come back. Um, I I say yeah, it, it has to go to Nike in my opinion, just yeah. because of Jordan. Yeah. I feel like they we- got Jordan before he was really yeah. the Jordan we all know and. I mean, he's still making, they're making those shoes 
people still line up for those shoes and he's not played yeah. basketball in how many years oh i know they got the jordan yeah. store right across yeah. from yeah, yeah. right yeah. up the street yeah. yeah um i feel like what we really should do is talk to a sneakerhead to really yeah. get the yeah. get the down and dirty on this throwdown but i feel like we're all in agreement that it probably it's gotta go to nike. just no, given the jordans nike. alone it's got to be nike right yeah. Yeah. all right nike for the win for the win it's nike swoosh Oh shit! Just do it. <laughs> I drop that mic and let's end this because that was perfect. That was All pretty right. amazing. Uh, Jill, thanks so much for being here. Thanks uh, for having always, me. Always a pleasure. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for, for being, stopping by, making the time to stop <laughs> by. Stop by your home. It was a long the trip out to the kitchen table, but you know, yeah. I, I mean, if Doug work. would have driven you here, uh, nope. <laughs> I know. I'm not gonna Can't do even it. get a ride to the damn podcast. Jeez. Sorry about it. What do you want from me, Jeez. Jill? Is there, anyth- is there anything you want to promote? Any shows or anything like that you've been watching? Any books you've been uh, reading? I'm really trying to get back to reading, so maybe next time I'll have some books cool. to talk about. There we go. In another year. Uh, another year. <laughs> and hopefully it's not that long. Um, so I'm finishing up Ray Donovan mm-hmm. right now. It's a great show. If you've never watched it, you need to watch it. It's super good. And you're you know on your way to Boston soon. He's from Boston in the Boston. show. Forget about it. Yeah, he doesn't live in Boston at the time, but he's got that nice Boston accent. Yeah. So that's probably the only show I'm really into right now. Besides nice. Sesame Street, that's pretty Whoa, good. Yeah, it's yeah. rocking. Number of the day was eight. It was a good day. It was a good yeah. day. Didn't have yeah. to use your AK. Am use I right? That, yeah. Use that joke on the last podcast. Right. How do you know? It's recycled. Because it was recorded in my house. And oh, that's I heard right. You. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Getting called out, Doug. Getting called out. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm looking forward to uh, the next season of Stranger Things. Should yeah. be coming out very soon Absolutely. here around uh, Halloween. So I'm pumped up for that. Uh, but nothing nothing else to recommend at the moment. I would so. recommend uh, just watch Joel Austin and his Super Church because that's just good television. <laughs> uh, watch it sink into the bowels of the earth. Oh, Lord. Oh, Can't Lord. wait for that next oh, season. Lord. Next season. Of- apparently, oh, they're gonna ha- apparently, they're going to have dragons on there. I don't know. Oh, my Lord. They got to compete with, you know, Game of Thrones. Right. Like, we got, we got dragons. Yeah, we got dragons. We got dragons. We got we got dragons and uh, yeah, crazy men. Water you, ever, you, ever, you ever seen a painting of Jesus riding a dragon? Well, you're about to. You're about to. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Bob Ross. <laughs> I would put go a to that church. Cloud by this Jesus. Here. If Bob Ross was going to be there, I would go to that church. So if Bob Ross was painting Jesus riding a dragon in Joel Austin's church, you would have you would attend. Yeah, and and you can't get me to go to church for anything. I mean, ask my mom. Jesus up. would have to be shirtless and wielding a flaming this is sword. This probably for another podcast but i hated going to church so much protested every week because for a short stint my mom decided we were going to be that family that went every week i protested so much she was like did the pastor do something to you Mm. and i was like yeah bore the snot out of me i just hate church like i've always it's never been a thing for me i'm not hating on it if it's for you that's fine just not my thing thing. no it never was and i was probably I don't know, maybe nine. I mean, I was young-ish. Yeah. And um, yeah, so <laughs> that's how much I hated going. So, but if Bob Ross was painting, I would have been there front In row. Goddamn heartbeat. Yeah. Yeah. Watching, you know, make those little happy little clouds. Happy those little happy clouds. little dragons oh and those God. sweet little pecs that and those dynamite so areolas on Jesus. <laughs> Boom. Let's <laughs> make sweet little areola yeah. on this buff Jesus. <laughs> oh, look at the flames just licking the air off that sword. Go get him, Jesus. But he bleaches asshole. Guys, you can find Mind Gap on Facebook. Look for our page there. We are also on Twitter at Mind Gap Podcast. And Justin, almost said Jill, Justin exists in the digital realm. I feel like after you said Jesus bleaching his asshole is not the good time to promote how people can talk at us. Find us. But I'm just. Through Justin's website. 
It doesn't <laughs> exist. That's been taken down. <laughs> <laughs> JustinStrandland.com is no longer in existence. Don't try tapping it in unless you're... There's really nothing unless on there bored. to see. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I should just drop saying it. Anyway, uh, Twitter and Instagram, at Justin underscore Michael, spelled M-I-K-E-L. It is the fun way of spelling it. And while you're in the online realm, check us out on uh, iTunes and Stitcher. You can subscribe to us. You can review us on there. Show us a little bit of love. And uh, that goes a long way. A little bit goes a long way. little yeah. dab will do you, just like anal bleach. Ooh, little dab will do you. Uh, com slash mindgap and com slash the best bar podcast ever. Even though for the month of October we are on hiatus, we will be back. Uh, that is the best bar podcast, not mindgap. That's rolling through. We are here in October in your faces. They see me rolling. They, they hate, hate in. Trying to catch me rolling. Bleaching buttholes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Keep your buttholes clean, guys. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Mind Gap Podcast.